0: What is going on, Basketball Brains community, coming to you with a very exciting edition of this week's episode of the Basketball Brains podcast. All right, Basketball Brains community, I hope y'all are having a great weekend. We got a short segment here, for you real quick before we get into the main course of our podcast this week. The All-Star Game Stars have been announced in the Eastern Conference. is looking like Trey Young with his second all-time All-Star appearance. DeMar DeRozan with his fifth. Kevin Durant with his 12th All-Star appearance. Giannis Antetokounmpo with his sixth. Joel Embiid with his fifth. The Western Conference's All-Star stars have been announced. Ja Morant, with his first ever All-Star appearance, looks like more and more that the one who got away from the New Orleans Pelicans after they drafted Zion Williamson, nothing against Zion, but with how he is maintaining his body and with what seems to be a lackluster work ethic from what... Multiple sources have been reporting about Zion's rehabbing. It looks like Ja Morant was really the one who should have went number one. I'm not bashing Zion Williamson, but Ja Morant at this point in his career is obviously head and shoulders past Zion Williamson from a staying healthy perspective and play on the court. When Ja when Jaw's on the court, He is a game-changer for the Memphis Grizzlies. Zion, he is a game-changer too, but John Morant, somebody that is developing, and more and more I watch him play, the more and more I think that a championship team can be built with John Morant as the number one player. Steph Curry with his eighth All-Star selection. Andrew Wiggins with his first ever All-Star selection. And Andrew Wiggins is making me think that The Minnesota Timberwolves were probably the problem more than Andrew Wiggins was. He was not a number one draft pick. He did not live up to that hype. But Andrew Wiggins is a damn good player. And the Golden State Warriors are utilizing him correctly. Something that the Minnesota Timberwolves are not doing. LeBron James with his 18th All-Star selection tying the great Kobe Bryant in All-Stars. Kareem is the only person above him with 19 all-star selections. And Nikola Jokic with his fourth all-star appearance, Nikola playing at a MVP level. All these guys really are showing out this year. So, major props to the All-Star guys. On to our next segment. All right, basketball brains community for the main course of this basketball brains podcast, episode 18. I had a bit of nostalgia in this weekend, the second year since one of the greatest basketball players that I've ever witnessed passing, Kobe Bryant, Tom Brady, retiring from the NFL. It has been a nostalgic weekend, and looking at that, those two guys and reflecting on everything they brought to their respective games, it really made me sit down and think, we do not appreciate greatness while it's here at all. We are quick to hate and we are quick to bash people doing their respective craft at a very, very high performance at a very, very high criteria, meeting a high criteria We tend to hate on them, and we tend to shit on them, and this weekend, I wanted to really appreciate, so that being said, LeBron James, I watched his More Than a Game documentary this weekend, first time I've ever seen it, it's been out for a long time, I'm behind, but first time I've ever seen this, and... was it was a great documentary and the more and more i thought about it the more and more i appreciated lebron how he grew up and how he approaches the game and how far he's come Uh, as a bulls fan i'm not gonna lie and say i always appreciate lebron james even to this day i don't like how lebron acts but as a player LeBron James is the greatest all-around player ever to play the game of basketball. I don't think he's the greatest player of all time, my opinion, but he is most definitely, without a shadow of a doubt, the greatest player all around in the game of basketball. When it comes to scoring, he's going to end his career first all-time in scoring, more than likely rebounding one of the... Best rebounders, I believe he's over 10,000 rebounds, over 9,000 assists, plays defense a lot of times, sometimes, sometimes, (laughs) but LeBron James is one of the greatest of all time, and I cannot say again that I've always appreciated LeBron James coming into basketball. Kobe was my first guy. He was my idol. Kobe, LeBron, was a big thing. Who's better Kobe? Who's better LeBron? I mean, it seemed somewhat like a rivalry because of how big both those guys were. And it felt like the LeBron hype was... It was a lot at the time. And... It just wasn't, I saw Kobe, this guy who I I related to a lot. I felt like I related to a lot. And LeBron seemed like this kid who, he had everything. You know, he came in with everything. So, I wasn't the biggest fan of LeBron as I progressed through basketball, watching basketball. D. Rose and the Bulls loved them. Those were my guys. LeBron obviously stopped the Bulls from ever reaching their championship potential. However, it was pretty late in his career, unfortunately, when I started appreciating LeBron James. And I just, the more and more I look into how far LeBron has came, is, it's staggering how amazing This man is on the basketball court. He chose to go to St. Vincent St. Mary's High School with his high school friends, Drew Joyce, Seon Cotton, Willie McGee. They won two championships with Keith Danbrot before he left for a college coaching job. Drew Joyce's father takes over at St. Vincent St. Mary's and... That was that was the basis of the more than a game story. LeBron James and his high school team winning three championships in the four years that LeBron was there. It was it was really it was really interesting to watch how big he got so fast. I was really little at the time that LeBron was drafted and when he came out. I didn't remember all that. I started getting into basketball. Around oh seven oh eight, and like I said, LeBron was already big, he was already big, he was still unproven to an extent he wasn't a champion yet, they got swept by the spurs, and it was it was crazy watching a kid see getting the insight of a kid not yet a man, not yet an adult, progressing to that level of stardom with all the accolades and all the national acclaim and everyone either loving him or everyone hating him. It was crazy to see somebody get that big so fast. You know, we hear about it all the time, but Getting to see the insight of what it was like in Akron, how people treated him, how, you know, high school kid, all these little kids screaming, LeBron, 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 grown men talking shit about LeBron for having a Hummer. Um, It was it was weird to watch uh, a kid get treated like that. And maybe it's because to an extent, it's normal now. Mikey Williams, kids like that, Bronny James, where they have national spotlight on them so early that you don't see it start to gain momentum. It just kind of happens. But that being said, LeBron and his teammates win those high school championships. LeBron obviously goes first overall in 2003 to his hometown Cleveland Cavaliers wins rookie of the year. Takes a few years before he gets to his first finals. Lose to the Spurs in four games. And after that, his time in Cleveland was rocky, to say the least. In his first first stint in Cleveland. 2009, they get bumped out of the playoffs by the Orlando Magic, who go on to lose in the NBA Finals to Kobe Bryant and the Los Angeles Lakers for Kobe's fourth title in 2010, before LeBron left Cleveland in his last year in Cleveland for the first time. He he played great that season. However, when the playoffs rolled around, they got up 3-2 on the Boston... Or was it 2-1? 2-1. It was, 3, it was 2-1. They got up 2-1 against the Boston Celtics. And then a rumor comes out that former teammate... Delonte West, or current teammate at the time, was sleeping with LeBron's mother, Gloria, which was crazy in itself to ever hear something like that, that a teammate was doing something like that, and it came out from, I want to say it was an NBA legend who first said it. I can't remember who it was, but I remember that there was an NBA great who mentioned it. And it gained more and more traction, and LeBron plummeted in the playoffs. KG and the Celtics, who go on to lose to Kobe and the Lakers that season, who bumped LeBron out of that playoffs, they they say he, they broke LeBron. They broke LeBron, and looking at how he played the rest of the finals, it looked like it. Knowing all this stuff, obviously, LeBron was upset. He wasn't in the right mental state there. He felt betrayed by his teammate, which rightfully so. But after those reports come out, LeBron shoots 34% throughout the rest of the series. And it seems to be just over being in Cleveland. He's ready to get on. And during that time, apparently it was so well known that I read an article saying that there were only maybe two people that did not know about Delonte West and LeBron's mother. And it was LeBron James and the reporter who, who wrote the article apparently. So that's pretty bad. It's, it's awful. (laughs) But that being said, all that happens, LeBron's ready to go. They lose to the Celtics. The, Big decision for LeBron going into the 2010-2011 season. Where is he going to play basketball? Is he going to stay in Cleveland? Is he going to go elsewhere? Chicago was a big destination for a while. d wade being from Chicago, um, I believe the story was that they did not have enough salary to sign Chris Bosh as well. So that's one reason that it ended up not happening. But that being said, a D. Rose, LeBron James, D. Wade, Chris Bosch, Joakim Noah team would have been insane. I don't I really don't think that team would have lost to the Mavericks. I don't think they would have lost to the Spurs. This 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 is all assuming D. Rose doesn't get hurt. Even if D. Rose gets hurt, I that Bulls team was pretty, pretty deep, pretty solid. They had Kirk Heinrich at the time, Nate Robinson. Um, they had Luol dang, but one of those guys would have had to go to make room for Chris Bosch if they did mention lend him didn't happen so LeBron James is taking his talents to South Beach. It was huge, it was honestly something that shocked and rocked the sports world. It was one of the biggest all star I'm gonna do this for me type moves that we've ever seen, where a superstar, a phenom, a whatever you want to call him, one of the greatest is just like, I'm not happy here, I'm going to go elsewhere. And that really started movements like a Kevin Durant. It started movements like a James Harden, like a Russell Westbrook. It's... it's, It was a catastrophic event in the NBA world, and it was fun. It was fun to watch. Even though I hated those Miami teams, it was so fun to root against them. Oh, it was it was great. Just D-Wade and LeBron and Chris Bosh, you know, those guys, they were great villains, honestly. Again, as a Chicago fan, as somebody who grew up watching Kobe and the Lakers and everything, I'm, it was so fun to root against somebody of that caliber. It it was. And first season in Miami, D-Wade, LeBron, Chris Bosh, the big three, get to the NBA Finals, and LeBron loses his second Finals. Dirk Nowitzki cements his legacy in Dallas, and in something that nobody thought was going to happen, the, the Mavericks beat the Miami Heat. They, they they really did. If you watch that series, they just wanted it more. They did. That championship, it felt like it meant more to the Mavericks. It felt like this was their only opportunity they were gonna get. And the Mavericks knew it. And it felt like everyone else knew it. And the Mavericks just took it. They just wanted it so bad. And it made Dirk the legend he is. I don't I don't know how we remember Dirk if he doesn't win that championship, honestly. He stayed with Dallas. He grit it was grit and grind. He was he beat Kobe that series or that season in the playoffs. I think they beat the Spurs too. I mean, they really went through it in the playoffs and then they beat the big three in Miami. It was crazy. That was a great season. And just such a historic underdog beating a team of the Miami Heats caliber. I'm not saying that they didn't belong there, because obviously, obviously they did, but it just wasn't something that we expected. 2012, LeBron goes back to the finals, and they are playing the young pups at the time of Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, and LeBron gets his first ring, beating the Thunder. Had James Harden at the time come off the bench. I believe that was James Harden's sixth man of the year season, if I'm not mistaken. But... LeBron gets his first title. The big three in Miami feel fulfilled. LeBron saying, oh, we're not going to win one. We're not going to win two. And he just named, I think he said they were going to win seven championships while he was in Miami. But they win their first one. 2013 comes around. LeBron and the big three gets to the finals. And they beat Tim Duncan and the San Antonio Spurs. 2014 rolls around and the Spurs get revenge. In that finals, 23 13, I can't believe I didn't mention Ray Allen in that finals hitting one of if not the one of one of if not the greatest shots in NBA Finals history. That was a claw. It really was. It was a hard fought, clawing finals. And it it was it was it was great to watch just how they matched up together how, the the styles differed how. Miami was just so overpowering and daunting and, Greg Popovich and the Spurs were so they're kind of old school how they play and they they move the ball around and, it was it was a fun matchup it was different because, anytime you watch the Spurs and you watch Pop it's, it's ball movement it's. It's old school basketball. Now it's changed a little bit, but for the most part, it's old school basketball. It's fun to watch. 2014, the Spurs get revenge. I think that was a big breakout year for Kawhi. LeBron in the first game gets a cramp, goes to the bench. That was, I remember at the time, I I would not let LeBron live that down. That he, he got a cramp and he sat out for the whole rest of the fourth quarter. I don't... The Spurs said the AC was broken or something like that. It was some crazy, weird story that happened. And the Spurs go on to win that game and they go on to win the finals. It was a huge year for Kawhi. Tim Duncan getting his fifth ring, I believe it was. It was his fifth ring. And after that, LeBron had it with his time in Miami. He felt he was... Destined to move on to get Cleveland their first ever championship. He was on a mission to return home as the prodigal son, the chosen one. And give Cleveland something they haven't had in. It's over. It's been over decades. I can't even remember the last time Cleveland won a championship outside of basketball. And it was just that one championship in basketball. Too. I don't remember the last time they won one. It's definitely before I was born. It was definitely... probably definitely before the 80s 90s It, it feels like forever cleveland has not been a sports city in forever it doesn't feel like it cleveland's a lot better this year but that being said goes back to the cleveland cavaliers they go to the finals that year his first year coming back playing with kyrie irving and kevin love kyrie gets hurt kevin loves dinged up I believe he was out for a few games in the finals and the Golden State Warriors the new guys these guys who revolutionized basketball shooting all these threes and all the ball movement and defense and they start their dynasty beating the Cleveland Cavaliers spoiling LeBron's first season returning home that was one of the greatest NBA moments just because of the the beginning of this dynasty and it it ran into LeBron's it, it was there on a collision course and it was just so fun, it was LeBron it they really felt like they hated each other that was a real rivalry, it really was it was, it was a rivalry that felt like. We have these things now where it's player rivalries and it's Steph versus LeBron. But that one did feel like, not just was it Steph versus LeBron. It, it did feel like the Warriors didn't like the Cavs. That was a thing. That the Warriors didn't like the Cavs. But overall, it, was, it definitely was a player rivalry. Steph Curry was not liked by LeBron. LeBron just, I don't know. I really feel like Steph felt like LeBron's time was over and it was his time. And it was time for him to dethrone him. And first season that LeBron's back with the Cavaliers. The second season, the 2016 season, the greatest NBA season, in my opinion, that I've witnessed, Kobe's 60 and retirement tour. Kobe 60 in his last game. LeBron's revenge against the Warriors. The Warriors going 73-9, coming back 3-1 to beat the Oklahoma City Thunder. That was a great year. That was a great year, I believe, Westbrook had averaged a triple-double that year. It was a great season. LeBron's revenge comes against the 73-9 Warriors in the craziest way. The craziest way. LeBron and the Cavs go down 3-1, and LeBron flipped a switch. He just flipped a switch, and it was... Honestly, the greatest finals performance I've ever witnessed from an individual just to where he did, he flipped a switch. And I got the games right here. Looking at the first game, LeBron had 23, 12, 9 assists, 2 steals, and a block. The Warriors take that one 1-0. Second game, LeBron doesn't play well, 19, 8 rebounds, 9 assists, 4 steals, a block. Golden State goes up 2-0. The next game, game three, Cleveland takes their first one. LeBron has 32 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists, 1 steal, 2 blocks. Golden State still up 2-1. Golden State takes a 3-1 lead. LeBron has 25 points, 13 rebounds, 9 assists, 2 steals, 3 blocks. And then he flipped that switch and everything. It wasn't the same series after that. It really wasn't. Kyrie and LeBron, I believe this is the game, Kyrie and LeBron both have 41. LeBron had 41 points, 16 rebounds, 7 assists, 3 steals, 3 blocks. Golden State Warriors up 3-2. The next game, LeBron, 41 again, 41 points, 8 rebounds, 11 assists, 4 steals, 3 blocks. The series is tied. Now, this was one of the greatest Game 7s I've ever watched, aside from ones like the... 2010 Lakers Celtics game a great game 7 this has to be right there with it probably better i put it up i put it above it kobe's my guy kobe's my idol kobe's favorite player of all time but that that series the the 73 and 9 warriors the greatest record of all time in the regular season lebron james wanting his his Cleveland City to have a title so bad. There was so much history and there was so much drama and so much story building into it that made this such a great Game 7. And not to mention one of the most historic blocks and shots. Kyrie Irving with that huge shot to win the series. LeBron James blocking Iguodala. It was... It had everything you wanted, honestly. It did. It had everything you could have wanted in a Game 7. Historic moments, great basketball, close game, everything. LeBron has 27 points, 11 rebounds, 11 assists, 2 steals, 3 blocks. Cleveland wins the game. I believe it was like 93-89. It was everything. Everything an NBA fan could want. And after that, it was never the same. Kevin Durant. Gets bumped out by the Warriors in the conference finals, and he teams up with the Warriors the next season. Kevin Durant just. He just. He just. He, he flipped the NBA on his side somewhat the same way LeBron did, but more catastrophically, and only because of what that Golden State team was. The 73-9 Warriors were, they were a buzzsaw, honestly. And once Kevin Durant joined the Warriors, everyone knew. Everyone knew that it was over. It was, it was a wrap. It was, the Warriors, if they, if they don't win, it's because they lost it or something happened. And KD goes to the Warriors' first season Beat the Cavs. I think it was 4-1. Next season, 2017-2018, beats the Cavs. And after that, LeBron was done. He accomplished his mission in Cleveland. Goes on to join the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, everybody remember, I remember everyone knew that LeBron was going to the Lakers at the beginning of the season. It was just, LeBron's time was up. Kyrie went out. Kyrie was in Boston at the time. It was it was over at that point. It really was. The the Cleveland Dynasty era thing that they went through. Little brief. But it was over. LeBron James goes to LA. His first season, the Lakers missed the playoffs, and it was the first playoffs that did not have LeBron James in it for I believe nine seasons. Nine seasons straight LeBron. LeBron in the finals, LeBron in the finals, LeBron in the finals. It was one of the greatest runs ever. And it ended. The Golden State Warriors go to the finals that year. Bunch of injuries derailed them. Toronto wins it. Toronto earned it. But you can't can't tell anyone that Toronto would have won that series if everyone was healthy. Not to shit on Toronto, but that is the truth of it. So, after that, after that 2019 season, Katie leaves the Warriors. The NBA is starting to return to some normalcy where it's not just an overpowered team where we all feel like we kind of know where the... It kind of reset the NBA landscape. We didn't really know who was the guys anymore. Clay was out for an entire season. The Warriors sucked. KD was out for a season. He was in Brooklyn. LeBron gets AD to the Lakers. You know, trading Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart. And the NBA landscape is different now. Kawhi leaves Toronto, goes to the Clippers. Paul George gets traded, goes to the Clippers. Russell Westbrook goes to Houston with James Harden. It w- it really felt like everything was even again. Every the playing field was even. We are, we we kind of expected the Lakers to be a a championship competitor, but it really was was even and COVID derailed the whole 2020 season. And they it screwed everything up. Say it's kind of screwing everything up now, but just derailed the whole season. Just throw it away. And they get everyone in the bubble. They finish out the season. The Heat Lakers in the finals. Weirdest finals ever. There was no fans at all. They had they had electric electronic fans and everything. It was stupid. It really was. It was. It wasn't fun like that. It, it it was fun in the sense of the basketball games, but there wasn't the same buzz and hype around it. It was different, and Jimmy Butler, as much as I love him, it's my guy. The Heat didn't really have much of a chance aside from Jimmy Butler. If Jimmy Butler could have put on some Michael Jordan performance, and honestly, he did the best that he could. But Anthony Davis and LeBron and Kuzma at the time and. They had a team that was just better than Miami, and everyone knew it. And the Lakers win their 17th championship. And 2021, the Lakers lose in the first round, and now LeBron James is 37. It's getting close to the end of his era. It really is, and it's sad to say, because as much as I hated him and I rooted against him, that... It's so fun to watch him. I, I appreciate him a lot more now for what he's done for basketball, what he's done to basketball. He's globalized basketball in a way that even Michael Jordan couldn't. Michael Jordan made it big, but he didn't do what LeBron James did. He didn't. And it's, it's, it's sad. Curry's getting to be 30, 31, 32. KD same ballpark clay thompson a little bit behind steph but getting there draymond same Kawhi is getting up there paul george damian lillard i mean it's not as far back but he's another superstar that it feels like it's getting towards the middle trek of it and now we we're in a whole different place We're in a whole different place. But LeBron James isn't falling off at all. 37 years old, he's not falling off. He's averaging 29.1 points per game, and if the season ended today, that'd be the fourth best season average he's had in his whole career. 37 years old. 7.7 rebounds, 6.3 assists, 1.6 steals, 1.1 blocks. The Lakers are fighting for the play-in, and LeBron is battling injuries. The one thing that I hope out of the end of LeBron's career is that he can lead the game gracefully. I don't, it's sad to see guys that, like, it happened to D. Wade where he just wasn't there anymore. Like, he was, he was still great. He was still good. He wasn't great. He was good. And it was fun for the name and who D. Wade was, but it wasn't the same. Same with Kobe. Love Kobe. I can't explain how much Kobe meant to me in the game of basketball, but he wasn't the same at all. He wasn't. After he tore his Achilles, he wasn't the same. Michael Jordan wasn't the same in with in the with the Wizards. He, he averaged 20 points a game, but he wasn't Mike. He wasn't Air Jordan. He wasn't Black Jesus. I mean, he wasn't that guy. Dirk Nowitzki, at the end of his career, coming off the bench for the Mavericks. There there aren't many NBA players who can lead the game gracefully. And LeBron James is missing the most time in his career with injuries that he has since I've started watching basketball. And even before that, LeBron never missed time with injury. I, I couldn't, I I didn't, for the longest time, I didn't think he was human. How How could this guy never get injured? Never. Cramps was the worst that happened to him. Cramps. He played through everything. If he had an injury, he didn't let anybody know. You know, sprained ankle, you know, uh, if he broke a finger, he he didn't let anybody know. I I don't know if he ever got injured before this, before the Lakers in 2019. It, It didn't feel like it. It really didn't. And as great as LeBron is, he really deserves to go out gracefully with everything he's done for basketball. LeBron James is going, going to go down as one of the greatest players ever. Top three. If you don't want to put him one, two... Top, he, your list isn't... Your list is not... Valid if he's not top three at the very least. He can play everything. He play point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center. Everything. LeBron does everything. And... I wanted to have this nostalgic episode because we need to appreciate guys like that while they're still here. We do. There's not gonna be another LeBron James. We thought it'd be Zion. We th- Zion's not gonna pass like LeBron. He can't shoot like LeBron. LeBron can't even shoot that great, but he, he's getting way better than he used to be. Way better. Consistently in everything. He's a consistent He can consistently knock down the three ball and everything. Zion's not going to be that. Luka isn't going to be as dominating as LeBron was, as ferocious as LeBron. There's not guys that are going to do what LeBron does. And for the game of basketball, LeBron James has made it so much bigger. So much bigger. And all I feel now... As much as I hated him and as much as I rooted against him in every step of the way, I mean, even, even with the Warriors, man, I, I I, did. I liked seeing LeBron lose. I won't lie. I did. I, I got some kind of joy in it, some some, sweet revenge kind of feel. It's, it's a weird thing to explain because of how much of a villain he was growing up for me. That being said, there will never, ever be another LeBron James and I appreciate everything he has done for the game of basketball. I appreciate watching his game. And that's it, man. I, I can't say enough about how LeBron James has impacted what we all know and love today. So that being said, that has been this episode 18 of the Basketball Brains podcast. It's been fun. We only got a few more years of LeBron. We only got a few more years of KD being an MVP, of Steph Curry being this great, of the Warriors dynasty in general, and even if they're not a championship dynasty where they're not winning championships year in and year out, they're still a dynasty until the wheels fall off, until Clay and Steph and Draymond split. This this is the end of the 2010s era, really. Westbrook isn't what he used to be. And not in a bad way. He's not he's not he's still not a bad player, but he's not Westbrook. He's not what he he was in the mid 2010s. It's 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 a new league now. We got Luka. we got Trey Young, we got John Morant, we got Nikola Jokic, Giannis. It's a weird place. It's 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 a weird place. But in the next three, four or five years, we're gonna have to see the NBA without LeBron. So I advise you all to appreciate his greatness while he's here. Appreciate the other stars while they're here. While it's still great, while it's still top level performance. Cause one day they're not gonna be the same. They won't. I saw it with Kobe, saw it with D Wade. One day they're not the same. And you just realize that would that, that that your childhood that all that love you had is it's over. All that love or hate or whatever you had it's over. The ride's gone. It's over. You got to get off. You got to move on. So again, that being said, thank you LeBron for everything you've done for the game of basketball. Thank you for being so so easy to root against. Thank you for being so easy to appreciate. Thank you for the entire journey. You're not done, obviously. But we're starting to get there. Thank you, everything. Thank you for listening to this very special edition of the Basketball Brains Podcast. We are able to be followed on Instagram at the Basketball Brains Podcast. We are on YouTube, the Basketball Brains Podcast. And if you're listening on Spotify, follow, listen to the podcast every week. Greatly appreciate it. Not all episodes are this long, but special edition. Thank you for listening. Until next time.